0: You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Maya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? and of course you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen2gcr.com. Just go to shows and you will find free your mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Monday you are going back to school, right?
1: Yeah, but we finish on Wednesday. I'm so happy.
0: Ah, I think like you are done, done.
1: You know, when I keep on saying that, people keep on thinking I mean No, I mean, we are breaking for like our Easter
0: break. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> on <laughs> Thursday you'll be free. Yeah. Charlie. You can I react to schedule to go to town. Me and you and a couple of friends Matthew. go and jump. Yo, we'll see what will happen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. If you are hearing any sound in there, my eyes having smoothie, so don't blame me. Um.
1: Guys, I'm trying yeah. to be healthy. I'm trying to be healthy. for what you don't understand, like, so I've been because of school, I've been eating not bad, but like. I've not been eating like the way I used to eat, so like I was like, nah, Easter is coming, summer too is coming, so I need to get my summer body right. So <laughs> hey, I went no to buy small. coconuts.
0: I went to buy coconuts, right?
1: Sick. And I've been using like coconuts as my base and been making smoothies for like the oh, okay. past like five days, and I've already lost like half an inch on my waist, guys. I've only wow. been eating smoothies and proteins. So when I mean hey. proteins, I mean like either fish. Or chicken, and then wow. uh, when I mean my smoothies, like I make smoothies, and the fish or chicken, I don't add anything. I just like eat it like that, and I've, I've lost like I've lost two kg in five days, and then I've also um, yeah, I've also been eating my smoothies. So guys, if you're looking for a quick remedy to losing weight in like a week, smoothies are your way to go. Thank you. But uh, please, I'm not advising it. So please, let me put a disclaimer. Please,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, everybody, uh, had, everybody, had what they can handle. Um, me, my week has been very normal. I've been off the whole week, basically doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because because of my birthday, my employers decided to give me a day off. Um, yeah, it's it's only it's only it's only when you're working with white people that you're totally <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> yeah because of my birthday i got a day off and um, i've been not a day maybe became we a week and i've been just basically resting doing nothing and yeah we are recording this on sunday i'm refreshed and i'm using this opportunity to thank my sweet one for the gift she got me on my birthday
1: oh how cute
0: <laughs> i know she's going to listen to this but I wasn't expecting what you actually got for me, but yeah. Um, thank Wait. you very much. <laughs> yeah, 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 four pass. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. Um, I'm here as usual with Maya. Um, we are going to get straight into the first segment of the episode. This time I'm going to start with tweet of the day. Um, that first segment tweet of the day is a tweet from a queer bee tinted. A bee tinted. I'm going to make you listen to this. I owe her a t shirt actually, and she for like almost a year. I've been giving <laughs> excuses, yeah, and I'm, I'm giving excuses. And I actually using her tweet. So, a queer tinted. If you hear this, I'm very sorry. I'll get to your t shirt. <laughs> Please don't be angry with me. But yeah, um it it's, it was a tweet, it was a quoted tweet, and I'm I'm going to read the um, first tweet and then I'll read if you tinted, if you a tinted QRB tinted quote. So here it goes. So the main tweet is by Mr. D and it says Oh, is it Wow, okay, so it's a th- it's actually a tweet tweet so i'm going to start from the initial tweet oh,
1: oh, oh.
0: <laughs> the initial tweet is so that our listeners understand where i'm coming from so the initial tweet is fine is by first doctor put your kids in schools you can afford because expensive schools don't necessarily guarantee good results uh, and then and then mr there comes with a quote saying but expensive schools will put them in the same classrooms with rich kids and expand their networks brighter future if you ask me and then i think that's where our tweet of the week comes in ikea b20 says if you are an average earner please don't break your bank sending your kids to an expensive school Mm -hmm. not worth it also classism in expensive schools will drive your children to a very unhealthy start in life i guess with whatever is happening in our news these days this is kind of like a relatable tweet that we yeah. can talk about i don't know if maya you agree with what ikia said about um classism driving kids to an unhealthy start in life
1: i think to an extent well not an unhealthy start i think that's pushing it
0: auntie <laughs> please you're pushing it a little
1: bit i mean we can agree to disagree i think like that's pushing it just a little bit um, I think it's not, it's not good on a child's mental health definitely, but I think it's also how, again, I'm not a parent, and I obviously cannot speak on parenting, like, I'm not the resident expert on parenting but I think because of how is. we're, we're parents, I mean, they can't give the advice without True. you know, people looking at them sideways, but I'm looking at it from how my parents brought me up and how I see other people's parents bringing them up and if obviously your parents are not like the richest of the richest but they put you in a school which opens you up to these different people is how you train your children out from the get-go in terms of the things they can have the things they cannot have exposing them to like the type of opportunities that are available to them at a young age with regards to your pockets as well because if you keep on forcing your child if you keep on giving your child everything they want and then you then put them in a rich school which means that they are already used to having everything they want i'm just thinking of if i was a child like i don't understand why mommy and daddy will not give me a driver to take to school because like all my friends are having other like i have drivers that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i think it really depends on how i personally think it depends on how you started raising your child and how the interactions you have with your child like as they are going to school and you know trying to like have a good relationship with your child i mean i agree with her to an extent but i don't think it's going to open what does she said an unhealthy start in life because i have yeah because i have friends who went to like rich schools and their parents were average earners, and i think they are the most down to earth people ever like it really depends on your child it really depends on their environment and it just depends on a lot of factors so i don't think that's like the big like that's like wasn't in the end or to end or like what she's saying is the end or to end i think like it happens in some situations in the same way my um, opinion happens in other situations as well so i just feel like if you if you can afford to take your child to a school that they would get a lot of opportunity opportunities from not just you know, having with friends, but also you know, having um good education and stuff like that. Take your child there. An average earner can still t- take their child to an expensive school and still make ends meet. In my opinion, in Ghana, true. you understand, yeah. yeah Unless what you mean like an elite school, like please, I'm not shooting Lincoln people, but like Lincoln is pretty expensive. Like that's elite. But if you're taking your child to like other expensive schools, I think an average earner can make it work.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, what I was going to say in relation to the tweet is I cannot get where Um APR is coming from. Um. I think that starting her uh, quote with the fact that if you're an average earner and you feel like probably an expensive school is going to really break your back, it's best not taking your kids because I i think that she's coming from the the point where you being an average enemy means that a lot of your funds or your work is going to go into your kids education so you wouldn't have enough yeah. funds to handle other things that your kids yes. might need yeah and like, in today's world honestly even when i was growing up there were certain things that some kids will talk about that i didn't have and yeah. i think that our time was different because Um, Honestly, you wouldn't even dare go ask your dad why he didn't have this.
1: Yeah.
0: That was a different era. Now, kids are more prone to asking their parents for stuff and why their parents don't get them certain stuff. Like, kids coming to you because one kid in school said they had something bought for them and asking you to get it for them and you not being able to get it for them it's some way as a parent, you get it, and yeah. the fact that your kid will be teased for not getting something because Charlie kids are kids. Let's get it straight. Like yeah. so they are not <laughs> adults who can like assimilate information and be like, "This is not right." Even with us, when we are kids, we do certain things that growing up we realize we're not really, really right. So yeah. I cannot get where IKEA is coming from. Like if you're an average and I just take your kids to average schools. And honestly, like Charlie, the thing about the networking, the kid with networking they go do like, I like
1: okay, personally, I think it really depends. I think it really depends on again the school he's going to because speaking of, of what I have experienced or what I have seen, I think like the networking, especially if they like they have like they start to have like friends like from a certain age like maybe 15 going and they start like building like good friendships or not even friendships but like good acquaintances like really truly come it can help like i have seen people who have been able to like get good working jobs not just in the country but outside the country i've seen a lot of people being able to like work together to get funding work together to get to so, make, like. so really then they are speaking
0: from like high school going yeah definitely that makes sense. Back no, but day. even no, but <laughs> no, I'm saying this,
1: even I'm speaking from high school. but well, most of the schools that I'm referring to, they started from like nursery or like class one. Do you understand? Okay. So okay. even if it's not even you, the kid themselves, like based on the parents, like having interactions together, like even my, even me, that's why I went to like when I was like young, like in class one. It wasn't like the most expensive school, but then obviously like the friends that my mom was able to get based off of. My, my my classmates or my friends have impacted her positively. Do you understand? I guess. So it's not even like about the children not being like at a young age not being able to network. But it's also about the parents going to PT. Like it it really, 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 really depends. Like as I said, like a, a child cannot network like maybe they're in class one or class six. But mm-hmm. parents are able to network. And if you as a parent you find yourself in in an environment where you'll be able to benefit off of you know these other rich parents or these well-to-do parents then i think you should take the opportunity you understand yeah
0: i get you but charlie i think that there's a prerequisite to her tweet which is an average earner you know what an average earner is in ghana i think how how much some of these schools schools.
1: that's why i said that that's why i said that an expen- an average enner can still send their child to like a reasonably expensive school but if it's like a stupid expensive not stupid but like a ridiculously like expensive school <laughs> then that's different you understand Be- yeah. and then again so maybe i'm thinking of an average enner back not back in those days but like now what is an average and it's very hard to determine because in, in ghana like maybe five thousand, maybe average maybe thousand maybe average like we really don't have those like serious statistics we just have statistics of st- sorry statistics am i saying the right way you will your know timing mean? we yes, have just stats. <laughs> yeah, the stats of like people around us we don't have the stats of everybody in the country do you understand yeah, to make like yeah. a determined thing like i guess we all believe our stats are like legit but really truly that's just our circle around us we don't know like what the average in is? Do you understand? Yeah,
0: true. I guess I can ask another question based of this discussion we're having. What each of us experiences were in um, secondary school. What was the? Trash. Your uh, yeah. It was trash. trash. Yeah. Like, I just, have, can you can you have, go a bit to detail? <laughs> please let me tell one thing. The... <laughs> I
1: always, let me one thing I always tell people right about my high school experience. Like I'm. I didn't enjoy it as much, but then I'm grateful for the experience I had, but then one thing that I'll never let go of, and I always tell people, and I did not think I've told you, Kumo, like, when I was in, like, I think my last year, the, my, my, one of the, one of the big people in this school, when I mean big people, like, they had a big position. I don't want to say who, because, like, if my friends are listening, <laughs> they'll know who I'm saying, but you okay. know what I'm talking about. But one of the, like, important people in our school, in terms of, like, administration, called me and told me that I'm um, one of the first few people who have incited, like, ISIS or kind of brought up ISIS in this school because I was trying to, you know, defend my religion in this school. And that should just tell you how my experience in high school was yeah wow. this is somebody who i respected a lot and the person told me yeah like you know based off of the things i'm seeing, i'm trying to incite isis
0: whatever that's a bit wild
1: yeah it is that's wild. like you
0: know, yeah. that's islamophobia man like yeah.
1: What? what yeah wow. okay. it was just it was just a crazy thing obviously like i'm not saying like i hate this person or anything it was just like somebody of that you regarded in high like you had in high regard regard basically just like giving you another side to that person and that's not good so that is trash you people no matter the school you go to you can still have trash experiences and that's exactly what i was saying at the beginning yeah but guys if you ask me i went to holy Child. thank you very much
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know that's a lie but we are not going to we are Ah! not going to push that (laughs) we are not going to push that we are not going to push that but hey Ah! um (laughs) for me my experience was i don't know it was a mix of everything um i went to a boy school yeah so i guess that the experience of a family in terms of all boys was kind of like cool to me in a way um, yeah i grew up with three sisters and all that so the boy fraternity was kind of cool for me but all in all it was it was good Flash. and bad. Yeah, it was good and bad. The People, the bad side, the bad side was very annoying because, like, when you think back of some of the things that seniors would do to you. Yeah. Then, like, oh my goodness! I had a senior hitting me. A senior yeah. hitting
1: me in my school. In my school, like, seniors are supposed to touch student, like, juniors. Like, she literally smacked me across my back. Like, I will never forget. Look, I think the thing about high school is like, obviously, like, high school is good. And bad, sometimes more bad than good. But I think like you have to admit that it shapes you. Like high school shapes you. Like no matter. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: You. It gives it gives you certain experiences that you, you count on. You cannot outright trash them out fully. But then, no nah. like, I I hope that it's changed because I remember like going back to so one of my little cousins went back to my school and I remember going back and like they had all these rules on like. People not touching anyone, and I was like, "Oh, okay." The rules are actually yeah. changed. Because, like, child to the that, rules
1: have changed. Yeah,
0: yeah. Child yeah, to the rules have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, liar! But yeah, um yeah, I went to Accra Academy anyway. um I, <laughs> all in all, Charlie, the experience is very, really that good, but it, sh- it really shaped you. It really shaped you into contributed into like the kind of person you sort of became. I me mean, I like the boys the boys fraternity and it was it was cool even though there were some bad sides and everything. So if our guests are listening, the reason why we are talking about high school experiences and I like the fact that my Ma, Ma, Maya pointed out one significant event that came off it's because of issues that are trending in our news lately um of one school deciding not to take someone so the person have been admitted but then they decided not to enroll the person because of their hair and it has sparked a lot of i don't know um outrage on both sides we've had people commenting pta um we've had old school students come to give their take on that and that atimota had rules and it has further spilled over into another um issue where I think one of the Rastafarian boys' sisters who were enrolled in one of schools, I think St. John's Grammar, and were already going to classes, had to be taken out of the school because people started to incite some kind of um, rhetoric that they also have to take their hair off. It's gone back and forth that people are planning to seal and all of that we are not going to touch on the legal aspect on that we are going to do that in another episode with a, a very special guest like generally Maya what has been your take on this issue like going back and forth with everybody talking their minds what's your general idea it's about? a
1: mess it's a mess
0: <laughs> it's Fast. a mess would... it's a whole mess <laughs> it's
1: a mess and I think for me the thing is I I, Again, I'll reserve my comments for, like, majority of my comments for, you know, the next episode with our special guest. But I think for me, it's just we all need to, like, take a step back and, like, really understand what is going on. It's very easy to speak from a place of emotion. And I think that's what a lot of us are doing based off of our high school experiences. So because of that, it's bringing up, like, different issues, which I believe should be addressed. But not in light of the situation because we, you guys, we all know how like Ghanaian adults are. The more we bring things, the more they will try and resist, resist, resist. So let's try and focus on like the issue at hand so we'll be able to like, you know, get the best, you know, I don't know, is it the justice for these two boys? Yeah, the best best outcome outcome for these two boys, basically. I just really hope that they would be fine. But, you know, speaking of like, you know not them not being allowed to go into the school because of their hair their, the level of their hair i was thinking about this like just being um, a devil's advocate then why is it that we allow like some schools to do entrance exams and if you can't make like a high cut off point then you can't get in like i think that because um i don't meet your standard i cannot get in like i think that's for me that's how i see the cut hair like because i don't meet your standard i can't get in and then the point is where does the standard become unfair because just because I am not as intelligent as you want the students in your school to be it doesn't mean I shouldn't be allowed to come in do you understand yeah. so now we have to look about the, at this from like a different point where so many schools have different standards and different policies at what at what point do each policies become unfair and if we are trying to say we are going to make a lot of policies unfair where is the where do we where does it start and where does it end are we going to allow for floodgates to come in like there's so many things that pop up with this thing but it's an interesting you know debate and i'm very interested to see how it would progress in the next like few weeks or next few months yeah
0: so for you um i guess most of and because I am also um on this, we know that most of we've discussed me and you have had like private discussions about this, and I know most of your takes will come from a legal perspective. But um taking the initial issue that you said, I'm sure that per your rules in your high school, um probably um Muslims were allowed to do to be free and do whatever they wanted to do, right? But yeah, to
1: an extent, yeah.
0: Yeah, to an extent. But you realize that with the statement you made in terms of the ISIS issue, yeah. you realize that this there's this individual who you revere, but at that point had personal sentiments probably towards your religion. That is why I I don't think
1: I don't think the person had personal sentiments towards okay. like my religion. I just felt like because of the I don't know, it's when you are in um, a place where a particular religion is the majority, it's very hard for people to consider the minority because they'll mostly be looking towards like considering like the feelings or considering the perspectives of the majority, which makes sense. But the thing for me is that if the school or if the institution is not a straight Christian school or Muslim school or Buddhist school, you need to consider everybody and my school was very was all about inclusivity when it came to like you being an african they always used to talk about pan-africanism they always used to make sure that inclusivity was in the center or in the middle of whatever we're doing so for me i just felt like it felt a little bit some way that somebody who was always preaching inclusivity was not Making my religion inclusive, but I don't think I'm not going to just assume that he had like sentiments towards my religion. I just felt as though okay. at that point in time, the person was just not inclusive enough.
0: Okay, okay, alright. Yeah. So let me rephrase my talking about inclusivity and personal sentiments. Let's talk about this particular issue. Maybe before we wrap up on the episode, there's been one major force. Um, in this issue. For some reason, all of these things coming up as one major force for the LGBTQ issue, which we will discuss maybe in an episode. We've had Fu Amwene being the uh, Avenger extraordinaire in this issue. And <laughs> for some reason, in this issue, we've had Mr. Angel Kabonu, who has been a very big force in trying to be a defender for essentially Achimota and um most of his statements sort of come from personal sentiments where um people have asked him why for for some years in achimota why people have been allowed to keep their hair for no whatever reason but yeah. then when it comes to um africans or black people there always has to be a reason why they cannot keep their hair or for people who have even kept their hair they've had to um, Either go through loops or do one or two things, or bring doctors, report or whatever to keep their hair. But for them, for white people, it's it's okay. Like we don't frown on that. This has brought the whole issue of like discrimination based on color and everything. And there's been like a statement in 2015 where he defended white people as being ugly if they cut their hair, and then like countering back on the recent statement saying that rastafarians cannot keep their head i want to know your sentiments about that we are whether people who are commenting about discrimination are being sentimental or they are actually speaking to the facts of the issue
1: i mean i think it's half half like i don't even know how to and that's why like i don't want to speak too much on it because this will give away like everything we're going to talk about in the next episode but i don't think it's discrimination i I, I don't think it's discrimination to, like fully and I don't think it's sentimental fully because we we all had like that one half cast classmate I'm sure we all had that one half caste classmate or that one like Asian classmate or that one like you know Caucasian classmate that was not allowed to like cut their hair or were allowed to bring like a particular lunch to school where all of us were not allowed like so many things but for me speaking from like my experience i feel like a lot of Ghanaian adults like really 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 like to please white people or like caucasian people or asian people i don't know if you realize like most of the teachers used to like go above and beyond i don't know if i'll term that as fully discriminatory i don't know just yet but i just feel as though like a lot of like well, when I was younger, a lot of Ghanaian adults, like, used to, like, really, 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 really want to please, like, white people. Even when white people come to visit my school, like, it was a big deal, which didn't make sense. So, I don't know. I really don't know. I just feel like we just need to be careful about what we term as discrim- discrimination. Like, we just really need to be careful about what we term as discrimination. Like, we can be very sentimental when it comes to these things, but at the end of the day... You don't want to be sentimental and blind yourself to the fact that laws are laws and laws are there for a reason. There is a strict definition of discrimination. Yes, it keeps on evolving as the times change. But as a lay person or just like an ordinary person, you, even though you have your sentiments, you don't want your sentiments to cloud you from what is the law unless you feel as though the law is wrong and you want to change it, then go ahead like I'm all for it if that makes sense so for me yeah. half half yeah
0: yeah okay so a lot of our listeners who listen to us know that maya is a lawyer and um, she would speak from the law because that's her first point of uh, you, well, let me tell you at first i was i used to
1: speak from sentiments but one day my teacher said that as a lawyer <laughs> you should not be speaking like the way others are speaking like you you can speak with like you can criticize the law but don't speak from a place of like sentiments because at the end of the day you should know the law better than anybody else so you should be careful how you speak you know I, I, to protect I, your yep. profession and i was like oh what an insult <laughs> <laughs> like
0: you know, I, think I want you to be
1: sentimental
0: I think that you people you don't know, have feelings. So I, I saw that cross. I saw that tweet.
1: I, yeah, I didn't because, remind you. I was like, I'm not going to even mind you. Because some
0: of the issues there. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> <Because laughs> I sit down, I'm like, ah. Charlie, this is how it's I get it, sentimental and everything. But you see royal like face plain, like straight face, quoting that I'm like, yo, brah, like give me a break. <laughs> but <laughs> but I get I get where you guys come from. I, I think that I, I can appreciate that to some extent, especially because you cannot really settle most of these issues um, with, with feelings. From, yeah, with feelings or from the court yeah. of the public opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: Real ad, real advocacy would be implemented or will be realized when it's taken to the law courts. But yeah. as you said, we are not going to delve much into that because we are saving that for the next episode. Yeah. But then for me, I think that the issues really go beyond here. Honestly, and this is like my take on this issue. Like since the beginning of the year, we've seen unjust treatment towards minorities. We've seen Ghanaians go up and um against minorities in the country. And it seems to me that we are not really a democracy. It's like we are practicing theocracy, like like our our government is based on a theocracy, which yeah. which is it, it, which isn't what is in the constitution. If I'm I'm not wrong, like we sort of base too much emphasis on what Christian leaders say. Yeah, and it's not only religiously that's the shocking. It's not only religiously; it's Christian leaders. <laughs> yeah. yes.
1: okay, I'm not saying anything because I don't want to come and say that I'm speaking from a place of. But I just think a lot of religious leaders like have weight in this, um, what's the name, in this country. Yeah, and it's yeah. very, very shocking. It's so very shocking. shocking. It's not even this, it's not even this, like even when it came to COVID and when it came to like so many things, the last two years, you've seen how much religious leaders like have sway. And exactly. even when like a religious leader is engaged in a scandal, how very quickly it's buried or how like no it's shocking questions are they like they don't face like maybe a lot or any repercussions and oh, yes. i i guess it like ghana is very like from like from our constitution's preamble like we really really believe in a higher being like we believe there is a higher being like if you guys have read our constitution preamble just google ghana's constitution preamble and you realize why like our religious leaders, like, are very important. Like, we believe there is a higher being. Whether the higher being is Christianity, Muslim, traditional African religion, we believe there is a higher being. And so, it's very annoying sometimes that like these representatives or these like you know people of higher beings are just not being held accountable. It's, it's wrong. It's wrong.
0: It's wrong. Yeah. It's bad. And I think that that's key. This maybe might be my biggest English ever I've used on this episode. I think that theocracy and religious fundamentalism
1: Come on. is
0: <laughs> is really our being to development in this country. It's so shocking. And the thing is that when we say religious, when I even say religious fundamentalism, like it would be, be fair if I'm applying it to like all religions. But it's not all religions, it's typically Christian religion. The police,
1: me. I did not speak.
0: Oh, me, I can see. Speaking to your issue about people not being punished. Listen, there was this issue last four years about Otabo, blah, blah, blah. Look at what he said in his church. He's walking free. Nobody is minding him. But that's another issue for another <laughs> day. I'm just saying that we give too much weight to Christian people in terms of national decision-making. I'm not saying that they shouldn't weigh in, but it shouldn't be... shouldn't be it shouldn't have so much weight and even in the educational sector i said on twitter and some people came for me i was like you know what government schools were 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 nationalized immediately after independence this is a long time ago, this almost 60 plus years ago nkrumah had a whole vision where he had to nationalize every single school that was a mission school under government funding because We had a way to build, we wanted to build a national identity and all of that, fair enough. But since then, religion hasn't contributed that much financial weight to be carrying all of this power around, feeling like they are invincible. And that's that's, that's, that's what worries me. Today is LGBT. Tomorrow it might be somebody else who is a minority. And just like clockwork, this is happening to another minority religious group, which are Rastafarians. This issue goes beyond her because this Rastafarian issue is not the first issue of discrimination against minorities. Just last year, people were not allowed to write their exams unless they took off their hijab. I mean, how? (laughs) I mean, how? Education that's supposed to be a fundamental right for everybody, you want to bring in a religious something that you don't like it doesn't no. make sense to me Como
1: is, Como is in his feelings eh? less yeah, less and that's why,
0: see and that's why I feel like this issue well apart from the law should we should look at it beyond that because it's it's a big issue that we need to resolve if I we,
1: think it's I to, think it's very easy to say look beyond the law but in order for the in order for us no, so I'm that, not saying look
0: beyond the law I'm just saying that we need to have a con- conversation in terms of what we are trying to learn like the law they can go to the law courts, but morally we claim to be a morally upright state mm. but we need to have conversations about some of these things we need to look beyond you like sometimes it's just about humanity honestly it's yeah. really just about humanity because the the people who see me i'm i'm anglican i'm born anglican christians claim they are always being oppressed we were on Twitter when someone went to preach in uh, Trotro and they they didn't allow the person to preach because of COVID restrictions and all of that. And the person claimed that they were oppressing them, quoting the Bible and all of that. But do you look at what your people are doing to somebody else? This is oppression. Hmm. The most they, they've oppressed people into Christianity. Nobody has complained about it. But the moment one finger, then it's oppression. But yeah probably i'm being sentimental about this uh, i'm not going to push uh, because it's shocking like ah uh, hair how the hair is part of his identity as a rastafari so he cannot take it out you understand it's it's some way and then someone will come and sit on radio and say that if you have your hair go and and do your rastafarian school what is that is this what we are trying to push? Is this the rhetoric we are trying to push? And then you come and say tomorrow somebody come and say I'm a man, I'm a woman. It's just that we don't want to accept change, and we mm. want to. And it, it makes me, it makes me kind of some way about taking this thing to court because as you have said, I'm quoting you, I'm paraphrasing. Have you seen our people on the courts? Have you seen them? <laughs> like, like they are very conservative. They are very conservative. This decision might even be against us unanimously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We for be serious in this country with certain things, you know? Bruh, we need to change. We need some serious serious change in our mindsets and the way we do our things, honestly. Because Charlie, <coughs> when these discussions come up, sometimes we hear the and it's like these adults, they can't think, oh, they are very smart people. <laughs> no, still they are just refusing to accept. Like, deep down, they know that this is it. But they are not going to, like, listen to you. Um, closing remarks, Maya.
1: Guys, please, let's all just remain calm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you. Okay, you're a lawyer, so if you, you talk now, you, you should remain calm, you should remain calm that's yes. oh, as, as,
1: as
0: we are calm but count. i
1: think we should i think we should for me we should continue the conversation because i mean not that i'm saying that things will not change anytime soon but it's very nice to see like you know people you know trying to continue the conversation but for me i feel like we need to start moving the conversation away from like social media and mm-hmm. into like media like you know, the media channels because we see that the media channels are heavily, heavily populated with adults or, like, people above, like, a certain age. And because of that, there's only going to be one way of thinking throughout such that like other ways of thinking are not going to be like head. so guys if you can phone into radio stations because like a lot of adults do so why can't we youth phone into radio stations like like phone into like mtv um, shows like trying and reach out yes we can do our best as podcasts like you know trying to open or you know have the conversation but podcasting is not the main you know media outlets in ghana it's tvs and radio stations especially radio stations like so guys please phone into radio stations let people um hear your voices let people hear your opinions and i feel as though that would even redirect the conversation yeah so that's my final
0: um that point that you made is actually a very big point in terms of like moving advocacy from the social media to other places that it needs to get to. <clears throat> yeah. So um I guess that's about it for today. Um yeah. So thanks to everyone who has been listening to us so far. The feedback has been incredible. We thank you for listening. We thank oh, you for thank you
1: guys. Up. You people yeah. if if you like what you are here, send us money. And some of us we are suffering. <laughs> 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 we are suffering. Komo is not suffering, but me, Maya, I'm suffering. Okay. Send me something, DM you guys. My handle is Pumaya underscore. DM me and tell me that, oh, Maya, today, dear, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. Eh, my bread <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Wait, it's probably yeah. service announcement. Please, this not e-beg it before people come for my head, let <laughs> somebody say that you should stop you all should stop eating again. like it's not good people are saying that i'm suffering it make me feel like every video is never thank you very much
0: okay yeah so this is a public service announcement by maya and yeah thank you don't story. want some of the lunch charlie i don't know <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> I me mean, when you see me just show me love me like i mean it's it's because of you guys that we do what we do it's yeah like on every video yeah 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 it's been an amazing it's always been amazing recording with maya and um we'll catch you guys on the next episode peace out
1: hi i'm amishika the host of sex insanity sex insanity is a sex positive podcast that focuses on educating and promoting sexual literacy on every episode, we share real-life experiences about various sex and sexual health-related topics while dishing out tips to help you make the most of your sex life. You will definitely love us. You can find Sex Insanity on all podcast players or listen directly on listen to gcrcom Check us out and have a great time listening. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to GCR.com. I go I go, my You, go, you ask. Again, again, man, today, today, go. okay, 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 okay,
0: okay, okay. okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I'm here to last, not to carry last. Manifest the God with the funny laugh. Bad man tin till I retire. Tell a low life, make you retire. Know they here when they talk child. No see my style, make them hostile. Up five nil before halftime. Tell a bench player, make you pitch. I know halftime, tell them.
1: go.